Helping People with Disabilities, on this edition of Truth in Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth in Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. All of us live our lives in the midst of people who have disabilities. These are our family members. They are our friends. We go to work with these people. They go to our schools. They are in our churches. And we want to talk on the podcast this week about how to show love and care in a gospel-centered way to people who are struggling with these unique challenges. Our guest on the podcast this week is Ethan Holstein. Ethan Holstein is the teacher in the Adult Development Academy at the Down Syndrome of Louisville. He is a graduate in biblical counseling. He's one of my students, and I have a lot of respect for this man who has a heart both for uh, caring for people who are struggling with problems and also, in particular, caring for people with disabilities. Uh, Ethan, we're glad you're with us this week, and I wonder if you can help us think through why Christians should be concerned about helping people who struggle with disabilities. Yeah, that's a a good question. Um, people should be concerned about doing ministry with with people with disabilities because, just in short, they need Jesus. Um, we see in Genesis one that all people are made in God's image, and we see that in Psalm one thirty nine, all people are made fearfully and wonderfully. And um, but we need to keep going further, and in Genesis three. Uh, we see that all people are sinful, and um, no one does good, and all are um, under God's condemnation. So we need to be doing disability ministry because people are made in God's image, and they're sinful, and they need Jesus. And in Jesus' earthly ministry in the New Testament, we see that he cares for the blind and the lame, and he healed people that were paralyzed in, in Mark 2, 1 through 12. And um, he healed them of their sins and of their physical ailments. So, yeah, Jesus does it, and people are sinful, and the Bible has things, uh, just the gospel can apply to these these people. Well, I think that is absolutely true, and it's a powerful reality that we need to think through. But here is a question that I know I have and that I think others would have. When we're talking about people who struggle with disabilities, uh, we're talking about not just physical handicaps, but there can also be uh, limitations in their cognitive ability. How can Christians think about doing ministry of the word where we're trying to speak? Of course, we want to engage in physical care, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But if we really want people to come to know Jesus, as you're saying, people with disabilities need Jesus, then how can we communicate the gospel to people who might have difficulty in their cognitive ability to understand the message of the gospel. Mm-hmm. One thing we need to keep in mind is that we are finite, and our knowledge, our understanding of what people can even understand is finite. I just think of children, and how many times have parents been surprised by their children's abilities as they grow? Um, I mean, we parents have come into the kitchen, I'm sure, to see oh, little Susie can reach a cookie and or she can reach this cabinet and we didn't think she could, but now she can. So so we need to 
be very open, I think, and very aware that there could be a lot more going on in this person who has a disability in their head or um, in their mind that we are aware of. And, and it, it, we need to to know that they've got limitations, but at the same time be aware that they can, they might be able to understand things that we know we don't know that they can understand. Um, and so that takes faith. So I think we need to be giving the gospel to them in faith, not being so concerned about their their limitations, but being concerned about how the Holy Spirit is His own interpreter, mm-hmm. and um, He can He has to illumine the mind to understand the gospel. Period with anybody. And the, the same applies to people with disabilities. They, their minds need to be opened to what Jesus has done, has to be done through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we need to be giving the gospel, having faith in Jesus, um, I think in a way that they can understand, um, not being so concerned about what they can't understand, but just trying our best to, know, to use what we know of them and give the gospel to them, whether that's through children's stories or through... Um, any other creative means that we can use to communicate the gospel. And also just at a regular level, let them be in the, in the church service. Let them hear the preached word. Let them um, read the word to them at home. And let's sing songs about Jesus. And let the, let the Holy Spirit do his own work of interpretation to their soul and, and um, illumine his truth to their minds. So would you say that this question that we're talking about really only makes sense in a certain kind of thinking where we're saying, hey, I'm focusing too much on what this person may or may not be able to understand, which I don't know. And what I really need to do is trust the Lord who has to powerfully work in anyone's heart to believe whether they have uh, a mental impairment or not. Exactly. So the emphasis is not on what can they understand. It's more on what will I do to communicate the gospel to them. And then trust the Lord to Mm -hmm. awaken faith. Yes, exactly. So as committed Christians, we absolutely know that the kind of help that matters for eternity is the kind of help that leads to faith in Jesus Christ. But we also know that is as embodied beings who live life in a world, a fallen world, as you've pointed out, that people need all kinds of care, all kinds of ministry. So if, if we want to be the kind of folks who are drawing near to people with disabilities and giving them all the help that Christians want to give, what are some things that we can do and be aware of as we do ministry both in the midst of people who have disabilities, but also in the midst of their families? How mm-hmm. can we help? Yeah, I think a lot of the ministry to people with disabilities is through the families. And something that we need to remember is that when these families come into the into church or just in general when you when you interact with them is that these are families that are broken and um from the time usually that these members or people with disabilities are born into their families there's there's suffering there is sorrow going on all the time and um not only there's lots of joys but these people or these families are often just affected by sorrow and sadness frequently. And oftentimes they've been burned by the church, by someone who said, um, you know, oh yeah, we want you to be here, but why don't you go watch your kid in the back room by yourself? Hmm. And that's, they can do that better at home. So why come to church? Um, uh, Which is so sad. And then, uh, and then furthermore, these families often have brokenness within marriage, within the parents. Um, It's very common to hear of, single parents and just, and 
um, just broken marriages. So having that understanding when you're coming to talk with these families and just seeking to, to humbly serve them and, and just asking, hey, how can I help help your family? How can I help um, you get more involved with the church or whatever they may need? Um, I think that those families would, it, it speaks volumes if someone were to come up to them and say that they're wanted in the church and that um, they they want to be served. So that I think is a good starting point. And as time uh, continues and as you get to know the family, then you'll get to have more opportunities to be able to speak truth into their life and um, be able to encourage them more specifically and push them to Jesus as as your relationship grows. And then I think, secondly, on the part of the church and those families that are affected by disability, have faith. It requires a lot of faith, I think, for a pastor to go up to a family and say, hey, we're glad you're here. We want you here. We don't know how to minister to you, but we trust that God does and that his word is sufficient um, and that the Holy Spirit will help us as we serve um, you and so we want you here, and we're we're gonna see we're gonna pursue the Lord and see see how we can serve you, and um, that takes faith, but also it takes faith for families to be able to go to church. It 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 is a biblical thing. We need to follow God's command in 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 being in the church, mm-hmm. and so um, for the family that's been burnt and is broken and tired, we need to encourage them to exercise faith and trust the Lord with all of their heart to, to attend church. And that is, and know that that's a promised means of grace from the Lord to, to help their family. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. If you would like more information on helping people with disabilities, we want to encourage you to visit the website of Johnny and Friends. It's johnnyandfriends.org. That's J-O-N-I-A-N-D, friends.org. And if you'd like more information about ACBC, you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.